0: Welcome to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined, and dedicated to silencing the chatter about what women should and shouldn't be doing as they age. Here to bring you stories about women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s, women who are leading inspiring lives that make a difference to themselves and others, are Catherine Marino and Gail Zalitsky. Hello, I'm Gail. And I'm Catherine. And we're the active voice of women over 70, aging reimagined, and we're delighted to welcome you to today's episode. Each week, we showcase vital women in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who continue to shatter the myths that we become invisible as we age. The 30 minute conversation with our guest focuses on several themes that we've agreed upon in advance. And we
1: are delighted today to welcome Susanna Stoika. She is 74 years old, was born in Romania, and came to Canada in 1978. Susanna holds a PhD in computer design engineering with a thesis in designing computers with brain cell-like circuits. She worked in advanced technology research and development in Romania, Israel, Canada, and the United States, where she was transferred by her company to continue her research work. In the USA, she designed, among other things, an expert system that mimicked her work as an expert in an important stage of electronics design. This tool shortened the design stage from three months to five to 10 minutes. She holds two patents for this work. Currently, Susanna lives in Detroit, Michigan. In parallel with her work, Susanna learned at age seven That she had the capability to perceive the human energy field and correct its irregularities, eventually working in a medical practice, helping doctors diagnose complicated illnesses and help people heal. In 2000, at the peak of both her careers, this amazing woman suffered two concussions in the span of one hour. The traumatic brain injuries impaired her memory and left her in terrible pain, She decided to use her knowledge of recovery, both as an injured individual and as a healer to help as many others as possible. This goal was fulfilled when she published her book, Heal Your Brain, Reclaim Your Life, How to Recover and Thrive After a Concussion. Susanna is currently publishing her ninth book, is a speaker on topics related to healing and helps people around the world with her healing abilities. Her expertise in emotional healing is more applicable than ever in the wake of the stress caused by the coronavirus epidemic. Susanna, we are so happy to welcome you to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. When we spoke on the phone, you talked to me about how you experience terrible headaches and a lot of other impairments as a result of your injuries. So perhaps we can start our conversation by your sharing with us how you healed yourself and regained your capabilities.
2: uh, You are right. I had a lot of uh, impairments, not only the brain trauma, which was major because I went from being a very active person, both in my engineering work and in my healing work. Uh, to not being able to remember words in any of the languages I speak, and I speak uh, fluently three. Oh my. <laughs> and a few more not as well. Uh, so it was a terrible thing. Plus, because I had two brain injuries in the same day that involved uh, two falls, slip and falls on ice, I had major injuries all over my body, so bad that everything has to be reset. My palate bones were even uh, on top of each other. My eye sockets had to be reset. Toes and fingers, uh, not talking about the spine and the legs and so on. Uh, The way I recovered, uh, luckily I found for the bone misalignments, I found a wonderful uh, practitioner in the area about two years after I had the injuries. And he started slowly, slowly putting my bones back in place. And at one point he told me, because I, you are a healer, you ne- also need to see somebody who is both uh, an osteopathic doctor like me and a healer. And I worked with uh, Dr. Priner for a long time. Uh, Unfortunately, she passed away uh, recently, and I miss her both as a person and as a therapist. Uh, She worked on me very diligently, putting my bones back into place. At the same time, I used my uh, medical intuition to get insights into what kind of supplements, uh, changes in diet, and so on I need. One of the things that I discovered on the way uh, due to my family being very upset that I wasn't cooking was that when I found a way to finally cook, that helped me quite a bit in recovery. Uh, one of the things that happens with people with brain injuries is they are not capable of following steps. So if something, if you give them a normal uh, recipe, they are not able to follow it because the steps are too big and they imply uh, things that you know how to do. So I, I forgot all about how to do. So I had to reinvent the way I was cooking. My family loved my cooking. They refused to go to any restaurant before I had the brain injury. So you can imagine how much complaint I get
3: mm-hmm. after
2: I had uh, a brain injury so because those uh, cooking recipes helped me so much i decided to put them in writing for other people to use them and i had very positive feedback from uh, a local uh, brain rehab center so they are using it
1: nice that's great that's great you you um you talked a lot about energy field and uh, of course, as a healer, I know you you work with the energy field. How were you able to to heal yourself uh, entirely, all of all of your mental and emotional uh, well being? And and how talk to us about how we should be thinking about our energy fields?
2: Uh, the energy field, to my surprise uh is the one which governs our uh, health it's not our physical it's like uh you it's very much like a computer you can have a computer and you don't have the right software on it or the software gets corrupted from time to time and we don't uh, the computer doesn't function properly it's very interesting that the energy field is, is like a a mold for the physical uh, proper functioning. We are born with an innate capability of self-repair. But that uh, program cannot work properly if we are stressed. Uh, Doctor, um, uh, there is a book, uh, Biology of Belief, written by Dr. Lipton, and he talks about the fact that uh, proteins in our body curve when we are, uh, when uh, they are, uh, it's stress. So what's happening? Our DNA is basically a ladder of protein. So if they tightens, it tightens, the the splitting in one part going to the new cells, one part dying off, does not happen properly. Makes a lot of sense. So if we relax then we are capable of allowing our body to have this self-repair uh, process go on uh, well. So what can you do to relax? You can meditate. Uh, but that's a, a practice which many people will say, Oh, I can't sit so long. I, it's uh, really too hard for me to do it. Okay, you can't meditate. Just go in the nature. Admire a flower, but really admire the perfection of a flower. Admire the trees, listen to the birds, relax, forget about uh, things that you can't influence.
3: Mm-hmm. A lot
2: of the time we, are, we make such a big problems from things that happen to us. And if we would just ask the question, how will I think about this? Three months a year from now? The answer will be, probably, I won't even remember that this happened. So putting things in the right perspective, it's very important. Also, an, another tool in, the, in my uh, recovery was that I changed the way I was cooking. I, uh, I was cooking very healthy before I had a brain injury, but if I became even healthier uh, cook afterwards and, and what, well, yeah. uh, I uh, cooked what is called the alkaline diet which I mentioned in, in my uh, latest book Heal, uh, Healing with a Loving Heart basically you uh, eat things that don't generate sugar in your system why not because sugar Uh, generates inflammation. So you don't, if you want your body to, to function the best possible way, you are not going to give it sugar. You are going to try to give things that makes it alkaline. The easiest thing is water in which you put a thinly sliced lemon. Also, uh, no cookies, no breads, uh, actually, I found that whole grain rye bread, German bread, which is available from uh, health, from food stores, it's very good. It uh, has low glycemic load. Uh, the glycemic load basically measures how much uh, sugar it generates in your system.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you eat potatoes, uh, don't make it with the main part of your meal, just have a little bit of it. Uh, rice, again, is the same thing. So be aware of how much sugar content different things have. Uh, eat proteins, because you have to uh, let your body have the resources to generate, uh, regenerate your muscles. And the main part, let it be uh, fresh uh, greens. Fresh veggies.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So is this so is this the way that you started to eat after you had your injuries?
2: Yes, basically that's the way I started to eat. I uh, and all my recipes, by the way, my cookbook, uh, cooking after brain Injury, Easy cooking for recovery, are healthy recipes. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Uh huh. And well, I've heard a lot about sugar. That's for sure. And how it's not good for you, and um, but uh, so so relate this back to the energy field. How how does eating properly and going into nature affect the energy field?
2: Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, a researcher in this domain, uh, her name is Valerie Hunt, who wrote books, but she mainly uh, dedicated after 70s, She retired from. Uh, doing healing, he was a researcher um, and professor at university. She stopped uh, doing all that and went into completely the research of the energy field. And she made some videos of uh, what happens to the energy field when you eat uh, McDonald's and what happens to the energy field if you eat a nice green, fresh salad. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's very interesting that uh, when you eat a burger your field becomes muddy brown colors
3: mm.
2: and uh, if you eat a fresh salad and you eat it with joy and appreciation and gratitude for all the people who contributed for you to have it on your table your field becomes br- uh vibrant
1: mm-hmm. mm. So there is something to the plant-based meal to, uh, diets.
2: Yes, uh, basically the best diet is uh, grilled uh, or baked stuff, and grilled or uh, grilled veggies or baked veggies and uh, green salads. And then, if you want fruit, uh, have berries. Especially blueberries are filled with uh, anti-inflammatory stuff.
0: Susan, I'd like, to, if I could, then I'd like to go back to uh, something that Gail said when she introduced you—that you realized you had the capability to perceive the human energy field, and that eventually led you into medical work. Can you can you t- just describe that in
2: some way? Uh, As I told you, everybody has an energy field and the energy field is inside the body and around the body. And as you go further and further from the body, uh, the density of this energy field is uh, less and less. Every person has a certain uh, vibration, a certain frequency the speed with which this field vibrates very personal and a certain amplitude which means how big this uh, uh, the vibration is now a person who exercises regularly and walks out in the nature will have a higher amplitude of this field and a higher frequency people who are Babies have a higher frequency than uh, the adults, probably because of the speed of growth. It's very interesting. I bought with uh, pregnant women and I can't detect the fetus because the fetus has a higher frequency and it has a lower amplitude of the field. It's very interesting. And the frequency basically uh, throughout the pregnancy stays about the same, but the amplitude slowly grows. So the person physically becomes more and more uh, shaped. Um, And uh, this field can be perceived by some people visually and by other people only by touch. What is very interesting, uh, uh, and I find, found this on the way, is that this field can be perceived by certain healers at a distance. And that's what I am doing these days. I find actually that working at a distance is more effective because I can go at a deeper level and wo- work much faster. And people when you wor- feel this work. Yes.
0: I'm sorry, when you work at a distance, are you, um, do you see the person? Do you use Zoom or some other?
2: I can work on Zoom if, uh, if I can't get ahead of time uh, what's co- what I call the healing pictures. I usually ask people to send me pictures of the full length of their body, head to toe, uh, the four sides of the body, and that is uh, vehicle by which I connect. I see. Uh, also, I agree with them that during the time when I am working at uh, a certain hour, they are going to be uh, relaxing. They can't do anything relaxing, and they are not going to drive. Because they are uh, some people instant who are under a lot of stress, as soon as I get uh, into their field and start working, they fall asleep. <laughs> uh, other people, um, if they eat during uh, the session because of the intense movement of the energy, they can get nauseous. So that's the other request. Otherwise, they can do whatever, listen to the music. Uh, read, uh, sew, so whatever they want to do. <laughs> and the reason they have to be relaxed is that uh, when people are relaxed, I can uh, the field is much more responsive to my work than if somebody is stressed. It's like stress impedes uh, the energy movement. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Great. Thank wow. you.
2: <laughs> So, so uh,
1: we talked a little bit on the phone about the mistakes older people make that um, are not good for, for uh, mental clarity and all, uh, cognition, I guess. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Uh, I see uh, in people, older people who are coming for help, uh, and they usually come because they, are start- they think they are starting to have dementia.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, what I find is many times they are actually dehydrated. And I found this uh, to be true, especially for women, because we are afraid of drinking too much water uh, <laughs> in case we are starting to laugh and we <laughs> become incontinent. <laughs> so, uh so that's a b- very bad idea because uh, uh i i was uh, actually not long ago i had a discussion with a woman and she told me i don't want to wear the p- pads in case i have to go to the doctor and he will see me and i said okay uh wear whatever pad you need and just because you, before you go into the doctor, say, excuse me, I have to go to the washroom and uh, throw it out. Ah, <laughs> oh, I can't do that. You are right. <laughs> <laughs> so the other mistake people make is they uh, cut themselves off from other people. They they do what from other people? Uh, they cut themselves off. Oh. They. Uh, her, as we go up in age, uh, our friends and family uh, start to pass away. And mm-hmm. you have to keep yourself uh, open to have friends of a much younger age, which I have a lot of, <laughs> all my friends are at least 10 years younger than I am.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We hear uh, that often. because
2: also i find that if you can't make friends volunteering in some way it's excellent volunteering will give you a very positive feedback and give you a higher Mm self-esteem so don't cut yourself off from from people it's it's very bad idea because Next to cutting yourself off from people, you also start to have uh, depression, yes, which is very uh, frequent in older people. Having a positive outlook, actually, I have found to be the most important characteristics of a healthy older person.
1: What? How? How can you help people who? who would like to have a positive attitude, but simply can't seem to find it within themselves? Uh,
2: They have to find something uh, that they like to do. Uh, I have to, first of all, to tell you that I found in all the people who have mental problems due to accidents, to uh, Parkinson's, to whatever, Mm I found that if they go out in the sunshine, they feel much better and act much better. They have better uh, cognitive capabilities. They have more energy. They have less pain. So, you will ask me next what do I do in the winter time? Because uh, <laughs> both Detroit, where I live, and Chicago, where you live, has a long winter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Get full spectrum light for your house.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Change all bulbs to... Uh, there is now, you can buy now some uh, very uh, bluish light that's not good for you. Mm. Uh, it's another light which it's... Uh, I don't remember how, what it's called but it's a little bit yellowish. That's much healthier for you. Mm-hmm. Or go to... a place where you can buy uh, flowers and trees and they usually have what's called a grow light. That's actually a full spectrum light like the sunshine. Mm-hmm. And change all lights in the house. So that's a way to get out from uh, being depressed. Find something that you are excited about. Do it. Keep in touch with your family.
3: Mm-hmm. It, will,
2: it will lift your, your uh, depression.
1: Hmm. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. Are you? Do you work with Parkinson's patients? I work with Parkinson's patients, and it's uh, very interesting to see their field because it's a. Uh, it looks very much like uh, it was put on rollers. It's all curly, and once you smooth out the field, and you you teach it to stay stay out smooth smoothed out, uh, the person feels much better. The most extensive work I did with a woman uh, in her late 70s, who was having such a bad Parkinson's that uh, she wouldn't remember the name of her grandkids. She couldn't cook, which was her uh, preferred hobby. And she had to have 24 hour care. Uh, because she would uh, go out at night and fall. And after working with her uh, about three months, uh, she was able to go out with a walker. She didn't go out of the house for two years before that. She was able to go out with a walker and walk from store to store. Mm. Uh, She remembered her grandkids' names and she was able to cook without using a recipe plus she she was able to relay messages i would uh, tell her daughter what i am going to tell the mom to tell her and uh, i she relates a message perfectly
3: Mm. Mm.
1: that's pretty exciting lots of people older people have parkinson's that's for sure
2: I think uh, um, I don't have a verification, but I think that Parkinson's is one result of an undetected uh, brain injury early in life. Yeah, I I find uh, this problem with undetected brain injuries being a major problem. Actually, I spoke about it at Harvard Medical School in 2018. Um, They asked me to talk about my experience with brain recovery, It was a conference on brain recovery. And uh, I found that uh, what I call delayed brain trauma can cause all sorts of problems from intense uh, allergies, from epileptic seizures to uh, hormonal problems, everything. And there's no way that medical practice can uh, detect uh, an old brain injury. And many people don't remember because when it happened, it was under the radar and uh, medically it wasn't visible. You have to have a real bad uh, brain swelling or bleeding in order for uh, the medical tool to detect it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So all those little falls that we take and and all the times I hit my head on the cabinet.
2: That's not a good idea. No. I
1: have to stop stop doing that,
2: huh? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One thing is uh, you have to check uh, your balance. Uh, You have to go to a neurologist, check check your balance and make uh, balance exercises. Yes. Yes.
1: Do you recommend that for older people?
2: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that uh, happens to us is that we we lose the balance. Mm-hmm. And uh but there are exercises, PTE exercises to improve that. Right, right. Tell us
1: tell us a little bit about the nine books you've published.
2: Uh the nine books, in a way, um Came as requests in different areas. Uh, the first one was originally published when I was working in a medical practice. And uh, the doctors I was working with uh, kept asking me, How do we explain uh, what you are doing? We know that it is effective, but how do you explain it to us? <laughs> What happens is that you can't find, uh, you couldn't find before I published this book, an easy to understand way. All of them are very esoteric with very complex language. So I decided to write a book that is very simple, easy to fast read because doctors don't have too much time to read. (laughs) And uh, very intuitive. So... I took that book and I republished it in 2016, adding also some exercises, some very simple healing um, methods that people can use on their family to to help with all sorts of pain. Like uh, if you fall, if you have pain, if you have uh, headaches, you can get it out of the field very easily. Does it help with migraines? Yeah. Actually, I have a, an even better thing for migraines. If you have a migraine, sit down on a, at a table and put your right hand to the forehead and the left hand to the back of the head. Uh, and uh, imagine that energy is going between uh, your two hands. And uh, the headaches will uh, considerably diminish if not go away to- altogether.
1: Mm. Okay, sounds good. So right. it's
2: very easy. Just don't take uh, your hand away till you don't have the result. It should be less than five minutes. And uh, by the way, drinking, drinking water when uh, you have a headache, is a very good idea.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And if you get, uh, get suddenly a high blood pressure, uh, eating about two, large, uh, two or three large celery stalks is a very good idea. Hmm. Uh, the reason for the celery stalks is that celery is a di- natural diuretic. So it will reduce immediately your blood pressure.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Tell us about some of your other books. <laughs>
2: The next book, uh, the other book is Healing uh, uh, heal Your Brain Reclaim Your Life about mm-hmm. uh, how to be prepared for a brain injury, what to do immediately after a brain injury to limit the amount of uh, trauma that the brain suffers
3: mm-hmm. and
2: what to do uh, afterwards to recover from a brain trauma. And also it has a chapter on uh, how to keep uh, your cognitive abilities and improve cognitive abilities into all the age. Mm-hmm. And by the way, one of the side effects of my cookbook was that while I was uh, writing it, I had to recook all the recipes just to make sure that they are still up to date with the ingredients. And I found myself being, going from being able to cook one dish a day with shopping the day before, to being able to cook multiple di- dishes at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, the, Susanna. <laughs> the next book, you know, I think sometimes we you time. are rewarded if you are... <laughs> yes,
1: I think we have time for one more book.
2: <laughs> Tell us okay, one the thing. next one is a cookbook, which is uh, an addendum to the heal your brain. And... Um, I have a book about emotional healing, Five Mirrors, Five Blessings. And the latest book is Heal, uh, Healing with a Loving Heart, Discover the Power of Energy Healing, which actually went up on Amazon today. Wonderful. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you.
1: All right. Well, Catherine, did you have anything else to ask?
0: Uh, no, this is just, it's, Fascinating. We could spend all afternoon talking with you, Susanna. Thank you for all of this wonderful information and um, your insights. Yes.
2: Anytime, if you have any question about uh, brain injury or anything about healing, uh, there is a lot of information on my uh, website, healingbraininjury.com. And also you can write to me at healingbraininjury@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: Wonderful. We'll be sure to make that available to everyone. So listeners, we want to hear from you. Please share your thoughts in our Facebook group at Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. Become an active participant in our community and join us at our our Zoom events. Access our weekly Wednesday podcasts. And if you know a vital woman over 70 who would be a great guest, please recommend her to us at womenover70.com. And we'll see you next Wednesday on Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. Thank you for listening to Women Over 70, Aging Reimagined. If you like what you've heard today, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. In what ways are you shattering the myth that women over 70 are no longer relevant or visible? How are you celebrating aging? Join with us. Make your voice heard. Find us at WomenOver70.com.